You are now listening to a new episode of Canadian Gardeners, hosted by Matt and Tiffany Whitney. Hey gardeners, Matt and Tiffany here on episode 7. We're going to talk about what our mission statement is, what are our goals, what we are and aren't about, and the six goals of permaculture. Matt, what's our mission statement? It's to inspire change into a greener future. Um, That has been the tagline to the beginning of our uh, endeavor into raised planter boxes, into right now with all the things that we're doing, like the podcast, Instagram post, uh, informing our clients about you know growing options and etc. So it's it's a big deal. There's a lot to it. There is. What are our goals? Whew, there's, a, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of goals in a matter of speaking, in a sense that um, no matter who you are or where you stand, um, you can always change the way that you do things. And another option as well as being a consumer and consuming any products, the one power that you truly have in this world, and I've, I've come to realize this quite recently, is the power of your wallet. Where you yeah. put your money is um, very important. If you put your money towards farmers markets, you're supporting local businesses that in turn support other local businesses mm-hmm. um, that supply local supply chains and etc. So when you look at those things and you start to see that you can you hear words like your words coming around like being a disruptor. Like, for example, like Elon Musk is a disruptor in um, in Tesla in the electrical car world. And he's having a lot of success in that um, because ultimately now people have yeah. options, right? They have an option to do, you know, a gas guzzling fossil fuel thing or an electric um, product, right? So now there's options to come. And I, I feel the same way with when you're eating uh, from the grocery yeah. store or if you're eating your own food or if you're eating your own food that you make and supplementing it with the farmer's market. Um, ultimately, your power is where you put your money and what you buy. So that um, that came to be quite eye-opening um, to know that like, you can disrupt anything yeah. um, with a little bit of money. And if enough people do it, there has to be some kind of change. Yeah. So um, obviously governments and people that uh, governments that implement um, standardized um, to give incentives obviously would help with that. Um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of crazy. But yeah, you're asking me about goals, right? So. Yeah. Our goal is to reuse, reduce, and recycle yes. as much as we can. It's such an easy thing to say. Um, simple as like, yeah. I love you. <laughs> true. But it's it's hard. To implement. It's hard to implement. And, and with that love that comes with it, um, it shows a, a, a level of de- dedication that comes with, you know, separating your waste. Yeah. Um, using that to grow your... Um, your organic compost and going from there it's it's a level of dedication and diligence that um some have it some don't but the ultimate goal is um to be more sustainable yes so yes 
What are and aren't we about? Oh, I think what we are about is with the podcast um, is to connecting other local growers and people in and around the Edmonton area and seeing that there is, you know, young entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. young um, uh, producers, produ- producers of produce. I don't know if <laughs> yeah, I said that oh right. Gosh. Um, that, um, are getting into the, and in getting into all sorts of different things. Like there's, um, like vertical roots, vertical like roots, hydroponics, is yeah, they're yeah. hydroponics. So they, they grow year round lettuces. That's a big deal. Um, and so like the supply chain's a lot, lot local, a lot more local than, you know, trucking hundreds of miles. And with like the gas prices and the things yes. that are going on in the world, that's something to keep your eyes on and, and to also think about how can we be more efficient? in our food supply chain and food security. And uh, I use those words, food security, yes. not as a, not as something to, to worry about, not something to be like, to put fear into people's ears, but to actually tell you that, you know, things could get worse. And, and to have those, yeah. those opportunity to have your supply chain close and to be able to see that, you know, with the disruption of what COVID did, how it messed up all sorts yeah. of supply chains. Um, it could always get worse. So if you can, you know, pivot to something a little bit more local, something more sustainable that can be done in the long run, um, that makes a lot of sense. So, um, so what we are and what we aren't, right? Yeah. That's what we were asking. Yeah, that's... Um, so what we are is again, ferrying people onto the podcast and our Instagram page and our Instagram page is more to talk about what we do as a business through perspective design. The podcast is more to focus on. Um, the podcast is more to focus on local growers yeah, and people, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs yeah. that are in this in the space trying to make it. Because um, you know, having hundreds of thousands of dollars for um, farm equipment and to be able to get into it and to buy the land. Um, a lot of people, even including ourselves, we were fortunate in having this, these three acres, but um, it's only by like our sure dedication of wanting this idea yes, and this exactly. dream. Um, but some people sometimes have just a patio that they can work off and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think like everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And if this is something that turns into a patio and then turns into renting a plot of land and then turns or into a community a, garden, a community garden and turns into yeah. something bigger, um, food always brings um people I find together, people together yeah. and turns into a great community because everyone's got to eat and that's what uh, my dad used to say so it makes a lot of sense yeah so we are about bringing our community together we aren't about not sharing our knowledge and not yeah. sharing our experience filling our bowl yeah. for sure and then what we aren't um see tiffany and i we are just practicing the art of growing we have no formal education that doesn't mean that we aren't well-informed. That yes. just means that we uh, come about our knowledge in a different way. If it may be Googling, YouTubing, um, the, the power of, you know, um, word of mouth when, yeah. you, when you get like an expert gardener, like uh, Sharon talking to you from uh, Growing with Sharon, she, um, she can talk about gardening and different stuff and just give you so much knowledge and inundate you with uh, great information that allows you to, in some ways, in some cases, uh, get that knowledge from that 
um, master yeah. <laughs> and implement it and, and give you some guidance of, you know, things not to do, things to watch out for. Um, so having those, those peer groups is very important. Um, so what we aren't is someone that would be like, you know, this time of the year, it's time to plant this. This time of the year, it's to plant that. Yeah, we are. We're still learning through this vibe. We'll definitely show you on our Instagram pages, or our Instagram page, that like what we're doing at the when time. When we're doing it, but yeah. I never want to come off as the expert because we're still learner, learner, learn, learning the situation, growing, growing as we grow, and implementing new techniques as we go on. Like sad to say like we were using miracle grow our first year growing when we just grew in the soil yeah well, and that's no, all we both knew that's all we knew because like that's the other thing is cons consumption you know these companies on like roundup and miracle grow and all these things they spend so much money on advertising then when you go into the big box stores all you see is, is this <laughs> and you're like these these are my only this options must be what I have this to is use. what i must have to use <laughs> this green blue shit yeah. And, and then you realize as you go on that there's so many better options. options yes. And um, yeah, and that's that's something big. So another thing that we aren't is um, experts. And uh, <laughs> I'm fine with that. And I, I like the idea that we get to talk to experts on these podcasts. And I think that's what makes it so fun is that we allow ourselves to... Um, admit that we aren't perfect that yeah. we aren't going to get it right the first time and that there might be a little bit of failure but in failure comes success yeah so it's just being so so determined and so bullheaded that you don't allow failure to get in your way <laughs> so um yeah that's that's what we aren't that's what we aren't let's talk about the six goals of permaculture number one catch and store rainwater all right. In that regards, we do that very well, to be honest with you. Yes. Um, our house has a 3,000 gallon cistern. Our shop has a 3,000 gallon. And each roof is about 1,500 square feet. So it catches quite a bit of rainwater. All the rainwater. All the yeah. rainwater. They're like, all hooked they up. Always, they always stay full. Uh, even this winter, they were empty. This, Oh, sorry. This fall, they were empty. And I just checked on them. And they're full to the brim just with the warmer weather that we've been getting lately. So that's a good sign. And they're daisy chained together. So once the house fills up, the shop fills up. And then when the shop fills up, it drains off to like a low spot um, east of the house. And then uh, west of the house, um, towards the food forest area, we're on a bit of a hill. So our, all our road, um, a lot of our property slopes into this pond area. Yes. Um, I've been talking about this. That's going to be that food forest project is going to be a, a big deal because we're also going to be using that water as water catchment yeah, as well, totally and using that reuse to it, reuse yeah. it when we get lots of water, storing it, using it to water the plants and etc. In and around the periphery of the space. So, okay. Point number two is grow your own food, which I think <laughs> we done. also do this uh, quite well. Um, so we've got in our own space, uh, I've mentioned this before, we've got three acres house is kind of in the middle of it, almost dead center, to be honest with you, of the property. The shop next to the shop is our garden. And it's, I would say 30 by 
And we 30 by 50. Yeah, I think 30 by 50. Yeah, that's about it. Because yeah. it's the same length as the house. Yeah, the, as as the, the shop. shop. Yeah. So 30 by 50 is the shop. So oh, sorry, is the garden. Um, So that there meets a lot of our needs in the summer. Yeah. Uh, where we fail and where we've done a little bit better this year is we've got a in our garage, we've got a um a couple tents that allow us to grow even some lettuces and stuff. And we're starting to grow all our veggies from seed that we're gonna plunk outside yeah. eventually as well. Yes. So we've gotten pretty efficient on that regard. So that's that's where we stand on the food. And um this year i believe greenhouses a couple of greenhouses we're going to build smaller ones for sure like on top of the raised beds yeah, or beside yeah. them yeah. yeah besides the raised raised beds kind of on the other side of the fence so that's um again to lengthen our season uh living in uh, just outside edmonton alberta canada uh zone 3a our growing cycle uh is from mid-september oh sorry mid-may to mid-september yeah so uh it doesn't allow you uh to grow everything but if with some good um gardening practice and etc you can lengthen your season and you can get a lot out of it um so that's that's how we approach that next goal is number three create your own resources okay um this these are permaculture practices and they make a lot of sense yeah. so we follow them they uh permaculture um again i'm not i'm a, a student of it i wouldn't say in any way i'm an expert but ultimately how i see how permaculture practices is being a steward of the of nature and and observing and allowing yourself to see what nature does and decomposing matter how it treats uh the cycles of the seasons um and a lot of like how you know composting and things like that and, and giving the nutrients that the plants really need not synthetically but organically um but we we do lack on this one where um our house is built in 1970 or 1978 so mm -hmm. two by four construction the r rating is lower uh doors need to be replaced um led lights things like that upgrading the attic uh, putting solar panels is an expensive and I think 10 years away problem in a sense that I don't think the technology is yet there. Um, in my mind, I think it still has a little bit of development to go. But that's something like we have to upgrade our electrical um, in the shop and in the house in the near future. So that would be something that I would actually allow like a rough in for a solar uh, solar hookup down the road because I do believe that is something that um, is important wind again we're not the windiest province in Canada but that would be something very interesting to get into but um it's more meant for commercial uses and I think I hope one day that these become more affordable for the, the average home yeah hopefully so, yeah well, number four goal was build or retrofit your home to heat and cool itself, which oh, you kind of got into a bit with the last one because they go together. They kind of do yeah, go together. Yeah, like upgrading to, the yeah. electrical, the windows and doors, etc. Like you you put those together. So yeah, let's so go, point three, point four. I was like, let's go just to number five, which is reduce or create zero waste. Ooh, this one I could talk the whole 30 minutes about. Um, but ultimately, if you've got a patio or if you've got a three acre monster, 
I think that regardless, um, you could do good in this part. Yeah. Like separating your your uh, food waste, waste, separating your yeah. cardboard uh, from like the shiny cardboard to the, the Amazon boxes, and uh, using that, um, you know, to to make your own compost. It might be a little hard on the patio. Um, but I know like the city of Edmonton, they've got programs that they now, they, they yeah. force you to Residence, actually separate yes. your waste. So you could be a contributor to that. You could look into seeing um, they're making compost, seeing if there's a way of maybe getting your hands on something like that uh, locally. I don't know. Maybe you guys could maybe tell me is that if that's even viable in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like if you are contributing to it, it'd be interesting to see if you were, you know, planting your own pots and if stuff you that you get... could get some from it. So um, but for us, we are heavy into worm uh composting. Yes. Yeah. So uh we get worm castings from that and worm tea, uh worm extracts. Uh it's great minerals and nutrients and all the fun stuff that plants love. Um, we also do we also have a big compost pile in the food forest area and that comes from like when we have too much and we yeah. we don't need to feed the worms anymore that then gets put onto the large compost pile that is from like our clippings from our uh throughout the whole like summer grass trimmings leaves yeah. branches all the cutoffs from the plants when we're tending to them yeah. and, in the garden and also too it, it also comes from getting other inputs as well. Like we've got neighbors that um, have horses yes. uh, living on the country. So we allow ourselves, oh, sorry, we allow ourselves. Um, they we, allow us. They allow us, <laughs> thank you, Tiffy. They allow us to, to take, uh, take the manure. Their, their manure and they get a lot of it. Like they've got three horses and those horses produce a lot of food, of, of bio waste. That brown waste yeah. for so the compost. It's great for us and it's great because we need a lot of it. We need, I would say 20, 30 yards of good, um, good compost and et cetera to uh, build up our food forest that we got going. So we have, it's going to, it's one of those things that it, once you build it up, it also takes time to make. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Those are, those are the things that we focus on, on the compost side of things. Um, and then um, like I mentioned before, our garden takes a lot of, of waste as well. So that's fortunate as well. And then every kitchen scrap and food yeah. scrap that we have also. And then we also have friends and family that uh, donate a lot of... One year we got like pumpkins. 20 pumpkins. Yeah. So that was great because the worms go crazy for those. Um, yeah. and, and worms are no different than us. They like their... They're like their... Um, food to be changed up every once in a while they don't yeah. like eating the same thing and then <laughs> tiffany's work we get shredded paper. paper that's a big deal because there's a lot of that that yes. we, we use um yeah let's let's bit on that and composting okay get number six get to know your neighbors yeah um we struggled with this last one for a long time yeah because you know there's a few there's a few aspects to that. So growing your own business uh, organically on social media is is it's outreaching to other people and trying to find common ground. Um, I found that this podcast has done just that. Yeah. Um, we we reach out to people that just want to you know be a guest on it or an expert, and um, 
one we are the constant that always sticks around yeah and these experts <laughs> are actually someone that you know have got formally trained in it or have, have dedicated their life to learning you know said said thing so that's a big deal to us because that's ultimately what we want to we want to feed off of is these experts and these people that um one give a shit about our environment yeah they care about um you know the next 20 30 years the outlook and that th there can be a change but what i was talking about earlier is um you know your money and your choices are are the change and enough people making them is what's going to actually drive um real powerful motivational change so um yeah so though that's kind of the six points of the permaculture. Yeah. But yeah, I think getting to know your neighbors is really important just because sharing knowledge about growing in this zone is really important. And that's like our main goal with this podcast is just to show all the different growers locally around our area and us included. I was like, how I was like, why don't we give a little spiel about what third perspective design is about? Ah, uh, definitely. Yeah. So third perspective design, we are a business, um, but we allow ourselves to branch out in all sorts of stuff. Um, so we build raised planter boxes. We also inform our uh, clients of, you know, best practices, how to, you know, install them to maintain them, fill uh, them, fill them yeah, et use them pretty much. <laughs> so that's kind of our place. And then also to we we expand we are expanding into this food forest idea into you know shrubs and trees and edible edible foodscapes so when you go into this like this grove or this garden of of, of sorts you allow yourself to get lost in all these things that you can you're able to eat as you walk through it and that's that's the dream that i see is like I would rather see these edible, edible foodscapes than these manicured lawns that take gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of water and um, add some spice of life and some variety of, of this vanilla type architecture <laughs> that we've uh, been so accustomed to. Yeah. So that's um, that's a big deal in my mind. But I wanted to I wanted to touch on because I actually wanted to bring up one more point is the neighbors part is um, when we were getting into this, I found it like when we were when we were looking for acreages and et cetera, and we were looking into because we this was a dream of ours yeah. um, to grow our own food and to be more self-sufficient, you know, have animals down the road, yeah. things like that yeah. is um, we never we we didn't we weren't we were first time acreage owners we do nothing and we didn't have really a community we we you know being young we had to just kind of learn everything on our own yeah and ultimately what i want to what i want to find and what i want to show is that there can be this community that you can lean on to ask the questions of being you know an acreage owner and and maybe or a gardener, or a gardener and try to um peel back those layers of frustration yeah. and hopefully come come to resolve a little bit uh, these problems a little faster so exactly um that's my ultimate dream when to get to know your neighbors is i want to uh know the garden community because these monocropping these big field um 
you know, because we're basically the the grain belt of or the was yeah. It? yeah the grain belt of, of Canada where <laughs> prairies. prairies. So you know, monocropping we couple few crops that we get to grow grow lots of it and it's just because of the geography in which we live in topography as well um but there is still an option to do something different and you don't need three million dollars to buy the land to buy the tractors you can lean into it slowly and if this is something that young people want to get into i think that i just i I yeah. feel that there's so many ways discouraging young people to getting into agriculture that it's only meant for the billion dollar corporations. Yeah. And, 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 and that's but, just one, it sh that shouldn't be the way it should, there should be a better entry. But um, if you're hungry enough for it, I hope that this allows a place for people to, um, to learn and to express themselves. Yeah. So I, I just really wanted to touch on that and last get point growing. and get growing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is a lot of good information i think well i know i was like we'll leave it there but follow along our journey and watch us grow and learn and yeah our website is the number three and then two letters peter doug so pd.ca <laughs> so three pd.ca i was like we'll put that in the episode notes also too is like follow along on our instagram page matt3pd it shows kind of just everything we're up to and what we're all about just continue to follow along thanks for listening to this episode and we'll see you next tuesday see you folks thanks for listening to another episode of canadian gardeners tune in next week